I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 132 of the Strapsism Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And as always, guys, you know the rules by now. Please head over to Strapsism Pod, which is our Twitter page, or Strapsism Podcast, which is our IG page. There's a link in the bio on both of those pages there, and I'll take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So we've got the audio links, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you want visuals, the YouTube link is also there on that channel too. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, Flows, I'm bored, man. <laughs> I was telling you before we start recording, man, this is just... Obviously, you've got all the hoo-ha out the way from, obviously, the influencer thing from what happened last week. But, you know, I've been looking forward to us getting back to talking about real boxing again, which we will, obviously. But... It's like there's been a complete lack of blockbuster fights and I'm bored. <laughs> like, where are the big fights at, man? Where are the fights that get me out of my seat and, you know, get the juices flowing? At the moment, there isn't any. Um, the most one I can think of that's coming is what, later on this month in Benavidez plant. But until oh. then, we're kind of stuck with <laughs> these kind of iffy cards flows. Let's, let's, put, it, let's put it bluntly. I don't, I don't, I don't want to poo on the cards, but it's just not it's not getting yeah. excited you get me <laughs> it's, it's it's not the it's not the best we the best we're not seeing that we're seeing good we're having some good fights there's some good matchups but we're not seeing the best we the best it's not the blockbusters yeah we're not I saw we'll, we'll promise blockbusters blockbusters at the start of the year kind of but I guess to be fair you know start of the year so the, you know you got warm up through the quarters and obviously we know towards the latter half of the year that's when they tend to make the huge huge fights for the money, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, man, I was just hoping there'll be some other big fights to keep us going till now, but we haven't really got them as of yet. Um, I'm still saying for me, the best fight I've seen this year is still probably Yard Baturbiev that I can think of yeah. right at the moment. So, um, but yeah, hopefully, hey, hopefully these other fights are coming up, you know, get us excited again. <laughs> like, like you obviously you see Jared Hurt get beat. <laughs> Jared yeah. Hurt fought and got beat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he might as well pack it in. Um, yeah, he he's got to go, man. Wait, wait, bully Jared Hurt, man. It's just <laughs> it's yeah. He's he's got to go. Like there's this is the not the rubbish. To be fair to Brandon Figueroa and Mark McSide, that was a good fight. That was a decent fight. But once again, yeah. it's not a blockbuster. Yeah. It was a good good scrap. But we, mm. we know what to expect from that man anyway. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna show up, but we're not getting the fights we, we really want to see. Yeah, man. We're not, we're not getting them. Um, and even the ones that get made, which on paper are fights we want to see, we're sceptical in, in the sense that is this really going to get made? Is this really actually official? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, there is there was yeah nothing to for us to review from uh, well, what happened last week, weekend flows that just went. But obviously there are some cards for us to preview this up, upcoming week um, I think it's fair we might as well start from what's going on over here um, in the UK it's a shame because Kyle Smith was meant to be fighting this weekend guys um, I think he was fighting a Polish guy obviously, obviously he's up at 
he's up at um, light heavy, isn't he now? Um, yeah. So he's looking for a title shot. And I think he's actually in line to fight Paterbiev. I think he's like next up in terms of Paterbiev. Is it Bivol? I, I, I thought it was Paterbiev. I thought it was Paterbiev. It might be. It's one of, it's one of the two. He's, he's managing yeah. for one of them. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it could be Bivol, but yeah, I, I, my thinking right. was that it was Paterbiev. But yeah, um, so he's keeping, well, obviously keeping busy, etc., and obviously waiting around for that to be ordered. But um, he was meant to be fighting. He was meant to headline this card. I think it's in Liverpool as well. Um, but unfortunately, he uh, he had to pull out with injury, which is a shame. Um, so he's no longer be on the card. Uh, there's a bunch of other standard matchroom guys on this card, such as Campbell Hatton, um, Johnny Fisher. But um, I thought it's just worth mentioning because there's a guy on the card who's now headlining the card. Um, he's a guy that we actually put on our once to watch list, I believe. American fighter called Diego Pacheco. Um, he's up against a British fighter called Jack Cullen. This is for the WBO International Super Middleweight title. Um, yeah, it's worth mentioning this, folks, because obviously we've mentioned Pacheco before as someone to look out for. I think, obviously, some of the listeners might not be familiar with him. He's an up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. Very talented um, super middleweight uh, fighter. Good, Really good size for the division. He's, I think he's about 6'4", great reach, etc. Looks strong. Um, definitely one to look out for. So this is a great opportunity since in Liverpool for listeners to tune into him um, and see what he's about because he's someone that we've, uh, we've, we've, you know, we've, we've earmarked for this year to have a good year. So um, yeah, I, I know you, you yourself, you're, you're a fan of Pacheco, aren't you? Yeah, he's he's young, so there's mm. massive room for improvement, um, but he's good, like a tall, he can box. Um, yeah, I think Jack Cullen's been around I can't remember who yeah, he's Yeah, couple faced. losses now. Yeah, um, he's been around. So I don't see, think Diego just... Pacheco's beaten anyone of note, really, truly. But once again, he's he's a prospect. Yeah. So um, he's he's gonna go through through these step ups and tests. Um, yeah. So yeah, just he's one to w- watch out for. For the listeners as well, Cullen's fought the likes of John Harden Jr., Felix Cash, Yodrim, so Zach Chelly. So he has been around. Yeah, yeah, that, that sort of UK circuit for for a bit now. Three losses on his resume. Um, obviously, yeah, this is just maybe I guess just a test for not really a test for Pacheco, but just to move him up in terms of the caliber of opponent he's facing. I guess um, Collins probably going to be there to provide a decent test, give him some rounds, etc. But yeah. so we probably expect someone of Pacheco's quality, or we expect him to be to you know come through this test quite quite easily, and um, yeah, get a W. But it's a nice little. Um, Introduction, I guess, to the UK public. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. To, as I, I wouldn't event. have thought. I, I wouldn't have thought he would be on the card. Well, obviously, undercard, cool, but obviously yeah. now that Smith pulled out, it's like, well, this, this isn't really going to be a massive draw or whatever because we don't really know who Pacheco is. But yeah, it's where his injuries happen. So, um, but yeah, that's that for I guess that matchroom card. Um, there is a card on Sky as well. On Boxer. Um, thanks for reminding me on this one, folks, because I completely forgot or missed my mind, maybe because the promo hasn't been great. But um, there's a card over in France. It's a co-promotion co- boxer and um, French uh, company um, over in Paris. And UK's own Dan Aziz has landed himself on the card as a co-main feature, um, which is always good to see. Um, one thing about Dan Aziz, flows, that boy's busy. <laughs> that that yeah. boy stays active. Um, so he's fighting a the French 
Um, well, I can see he's the French champion, uh, French national champion, Thomas Fouré, um, who has a record of 21 wins, four defeats. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess not too sure who this Fouré guy is, but yeah, I expect Aziz to come through this uh, pretty comfortably, I guess. Um, again, just highlighting that he's willing to fight anyone at anywhere. So he's, he's gone off to Paris to do this one. So shout out to him. But the main event is, I guess, something that's worth mentioning, Flores. <laughs> Todi Yoka is back. Um, his first fight since, obviously, last year when he lost to Martin Bacoli, which was one of the upsets of the year. I think, we, yeah, we obviously mentioned that how upsetting it was. Yeah. Um, but he's going straight into... See, on paper, it might not sound like a tough fight against Carlos Takam and his bounce back. But... Having seen Takam many, many times and seen how durable Takam is and how game he is, as a bounce-back fight, would you say, Flo, it's, it's, it's a bit risky for Yoko? Yeah, especially since he's just been beaten badly by Martin Bacoli. Mm. Like, badly. Um, Takam's probably finished. Like, look, let's not yeah. say finished, but, like, he's way past the latter stages of his career. He, he's, like, he's, he's, he's not the same Takam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um he's he's had numerous defeats now, Takam. Yeah. But at the same time, there's still a risk after with Takam. Yoko should mm-hmm. win, no doubt. Yeah. But as a bounce back fight, you could have taken a, a softer touch, I feel, than a mm. an experienced Takam. While he he definitely doesn't have the tank, he may not have much left to offer. Mm-hmm. But I think there's more confidence boosting opponents than Attack him, um, yeah. But yeah, great. fair play to him. He, he should win. Like we should win quite comfortably, to be honest. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there is a risk there with Takam, of course. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a massive. Well, not to say massive risk, but mm. I, I Takam is definitely over the hill. Um, I would say um, he's lost his last two fights, seven losses now. He's been around for a long, long time. But and I, I think it will go in a way that. Takam, obviously, I wouldn't say he's a 12-round fighter anymore. Um, he always, for the last couple of years that we've seen him now, he loses steam. But he does start like a train and he starts quick. He comes very aggressive and he's onto you. Obviously, he's a lot smaller than Yoka, so he's going to be on his chest. I want to see how well, especially coming off a loss. And that loss was basically Bacoli just applying hella pressure on Tony Yoka and making him fold by being on his chest. I wouldn't see how Tony Yoko is able to navigate that because that's what Takam's going to come with. Takam's not going to try and be outboxing him. He's going to try and come come forward, bob and weave, and swing heavily and be on Yoko's chest. So I want to know how he navigates that pressure, bearing in mind that that's pretty much how he lost his last fight. Um, but I, I expect Tony Yoko to weather the, that storm and fight well on the outside, and eventually Takam will run out of steam. I'm pretty sure of that. But, um, boy, if Tony Yoko doesn't win this, though, Flores... Yeah, that's it's, it's it's damning. It's very damning, and he has to take a look, look hard, look uh, a long hard look in terms of what he wants to do his boxing game because back to back losses to Bacoli and Takam is no offense to Bacoli and Takam. I actually, Bacoli is a good fighter, yeah, but Takam's Takam's thirty, 40, no, he's forty two now. You can't, you can't, you can't be losing for someone that was hyped as Tonyoka was gold gold medalist. Yeah, yeah, gold medalist at the Olympics. Uh, seeing as France's answer to Anthony Joshua, boy, back-to-back losses to Bacoli and Takam is is disastrous, <laughs> to say the yeah. least. If, if, yeah. To be fair, better play team for taking on 
because yeah. he's obviously been working on things in the camp and yeah Taka's probably the perfect person to to show yeah yeah to show to show what he's been working on in that sense and he's a he's a name um so yeah it's 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 a good bounce back if if he's if he's got his confidence up um yeah but yeah he can't he can't yeah he can't lose this one this 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 is a must win fight for Tony Okada. I can't lie, must win. If if you want title aspirations right now, you guys need to, yeah, you got to be serious. You got to start. Yeah, be serious. You have to. You have to because yeah, those big dogs ain't playing around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So potential blind skin, potential upset, but I I like to think that Tony Okada's got enough to deal with Tony with Carlos Takam. Um, I think it'll be a good fight because of the fact that Takam comes to fight and he's aggressive. Mm. Um, so yeah, like I said, it'll just be interesting to see how well Yoko navigates that pressure. I think his movement and jab is going to be so so key because he just got to keep Takam on the outside. It's, it'll be easy peasy for him, but he's got to watch out for that overhand. <laughs> that Takam mm. overhand's heavy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see. Um, but yeah, that'll be on Sky, obviously free to watch. So it's good to see Aziz and and Yoko see how they navigate with that. Um, with with um, uh, well, that this Fora guy, I don't think he knows much about Aziz, but I hope he's ready for a whole world of re- relentless pressure. Because <laughs> we know how we know what Aziz is like. He's not he's not pretty, but that relentless pressure is tough to deal with. Is it for the European title? Because I know Dan Aziz was talking about fighting for the European title next. Is is it not for anything? I can check. Hang on. Because he, we've praised that as he's for moving that traditional route where yeah, yeah. He's, he's grabbing everything in order. It might not be for it next, it's but... Actually, it's for the, yeah, EBU, European Light Heavy title. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, once again, that's another belt he's looking to snatch. That's, and... that's a, yeah, he's he's going for the route, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I expect that as he's to come through that, I, I back him. But um, yeah. obviously, it's tough to say when you don't know the opponent too tough. But um, yeah, I, I expect Danazis to come away with that, and that's another title added to his collection. Um, yeah, and he keeps on moving up. Um, so there's one more fight we could talk about for the upcoming week on Sunday uh, over in Australia. We've got Tim Zhu, who's fighting Tony Harrison, who is a favorite on this pod. <laughs> mm. Shout out to Tony Harrison, friend of the friend of the show. <laughs> we like Tony Harrison a lot. He's given us plenty of entertainment over the years. Um, yeah. This is for... So this was actually meant to be Tim's U challenging Jamel Charlo for Jamel's undisputed titles. Yeah. Uh, Jamel had to pull out with an injury. Um, and instead of cancelling the bout or just Tim or, or them sort of, you know, taking the rain check on the bout, bout Tony Harrison stepped in to, to, you know, take it. And um, so this will be for the WBC interim. Well, I think one, one, one of the organizations, one of the one of the organizations interim belts um it'll be for that. Um essentially it's just more of a like a keep busy fight for Tim Zhu. Um or, well until he gets that Charlo shot again. But really and truly, I guess it isn't because I believe if Tim Zhu loses, maybe that puts Harrison in place to get a shot at Charlo and all his belts. So especially as it's for the one of the interim titles. So Huge chance for Charlo. I mean, not for Charlo, for Harrison. Because Flores, if you think about it, since his defeat to Charlo in 2019, Harrison's kind of, he's kind of wasted his career, if you know what I mean. I say that because 
very inactive. Didn't fight at all in 2020. Fought once in 2021 and fought once in 20, 2022. And if you remember that fight in 2021 was when he had, I think it was a draw, where he had a horrible performance, horrible, horrible performance. And it wasn't until last year's performance, 2020, 2022, when he got that win, where he looked a bit like his old self. But yeah, he's been very inactive for the last couple of years. Um, as we know, PBC, the fighters don't tend to be active. And I always say after a loss, the worst thing you can do is be inactive because you're going to have so much rust and all that kind of stuff. And obviously we've been seeing him, he's been taking the backseat role, I guess, he traded Alicia Baumgartner, et cetera, et cetera. But I really hope that he's prepared hard for this and trained hard for this, isn't it? Because this is uh, almost like a, uh, a a last chance saloon, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I really hope that um, Harrison is prepared for this uh, because this this is probably his last big shot. Yeah. Um, Tony's had it. Obviously, he's, his father passed away, didn't he? His father was yeah. his coach. His father yeah. passed away. And, yeah, I think that's what affected him in the build-up to that draw. Um, but he hasn't looked. He hasn't looked the same in that draw. Even in the Sergio Garcia fight, he didn't look hundred mm. um, percent. And yeah, the inactivity as well. I worry for Tony Harris in this fight. Um, Why not? Well, I think Tim Zhu could could hurt him. Mm. Um, and that's not to say Tony Harris is a bad boxer. Tony Harris will probably win in the be winning the fight if he gets hurt. But he's he's been hurt. We've seen him that's- hurt. The story of Tony Harrison, isn't it? Yeah. Where he'd be winning the fight by his boxing, mm. will then get caught. And yeah. 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 Um, so he's gonna have to be switched on for 12 rounds. Um, I think it's a good I think this is a step up for Tim Zoo, and it's a good um what's what's the term? Mi- middle way between middle middle ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then going to fight uh mm. Mel. Yeah, okay. So, um, I think it's good on him for taking this because he could have just sat sat there. He could have chilled yeah. take, or taken it easy. Maybe he looks at Tony Harrison as an easy touch, but maybe he was the game at a good time, which is definitely now kind of thing. Um, so credit for these two making a, a good fight happen because neither of them needed to, well, maybe Tony needed to take it, but from the outside looking in, it's almost like Tony's not really committed to uh, fighting really you've seen him coach and you've seen him do all this stuff yep so credit to them for making for being yeah old-fashioned making it happen kind of thing rather than mm. waiting around but um yeah if i was to make a prediction i'm gonna have to go to tim zoo i can't lie especially with it being in australia yeah i'm gonna have to go to tim zoo it's interesting you say to me that you know maybe tim is looking at tony as food or something he can take out easily and just he might be i don't think he should I hope yeah. he hasn't. I hope he isn't because <laughs> I rate Tony Harrison. I think he's a great boxer, um, and he boxed superbly when he beat when he beat Mel, Mel, Mel that first time, mm-hmm. and he was winning the fight in the rematch up until when he got caught, and he was being super aggressive in the rematch. I guess he, I felt like he should have just gone back to his boxing, but I think he wanted to make a statement. He was so riled up, and he wanted to make a statement that he could beat this guy up. That he it's, was it's when to... he got it's when he got dropped in the second fight. He got dropped to the second fight early, was, and then yeah. and he, he went he went super aggressive. He, he went crazy, and he was, win- <laughs> was winning as well. It was winning, but I think he was too aggressive, and he got he left himself to be open and got caught. But um, yeah, I question how much is left in the tank. But if there is nothing in the tank, if there is nothing in the tank, because we don't know, we won't see until the night. 
then he's going to cause problems for Tim's you, um, just with his boxing, his ability to box on the outside. He's yeah, as you say, he's clearly. I think he's come. You can say he's a better boxer of the two, but Tim Zhu is coming. Who's fresher, a lot more momentum behind him, and Tim Zhu hits hard. So, you know, yeah, it's Tony Harrison. It's it's definitely fair to say Tony Harrison probably would be winning the boxing match up until he gets caught, which is such a shame because that's what's happened a lot of times. Happened with Tony Harrison against Jerry Heard. Happened with him against Charlo. It's happened to him before. So it's a damn shame, but um. Tim can't take Tony Harrison lightly at all. Um, Tony Harrison is someone that has upset the odds before Flows and has been a massive underdog before. And I'm sure he'd be relishing to do it again, especially the fact that he's in the opponent's backyard. And let's not forget Flows, added motivation of the fact that he will want to run it back a third time with, with Mel. It's 1 1. I want to see that. Yeah, same. I, I want to see win. that. So I actually no, I, I, I am rooting for Tony Harrison to win this fight because I same. need that Mel rematch because the. Mel um, Harrison part two presser was is one of the best boxing pressers of all time of all time <laughs> of all time. I one go back, I re- flows. I routinely go back and watch that till this day. Like I'll just be watching the clips from it. The full combo, <laughs> combo. Tony Harrison's performance in those press conferences is 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 a one, one of the best I've ever seen. Because Mel was rattled. <laughs> Mel was so I, 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 he, I've never seen a man so angry before and fuming. So yeah, man, I I need it again because Literally. I know that I know that there's still bad blood between both of them. And you know me, I like I like natural needle and the fact that these two generally don't like each other. So <laughs> I I need to see it. So I I'll be rooting for tip for 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 Tony Harrison. Um, I just I can't look. Unfortunately, I can't look past the fact that he's just not fresh. Um, he's been inactive. And the two fights he has fought recently, he hasn't looked the best. So, yeah, I, I do think it's probably, I'm leaning towards a Tim Zhu win, but I'll be rooting for Tony for sure. And I really hope he's able to pull off another grand upset to set up that final fight with with um, with um, with Mel. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I do think it'll be a good fight because obviously Tim will be pressing the action and Tony should be boxing on the back foot and from the outside. It's going to be hard for Tony to win this, though. To be fair, for us, because of the fact that he's in Australia, um, yeah. um, and boxing in the way he boxes, very educated behind the jab, counter puncher. It's so hard to do that in someone else's backyard, and win. Like the judges will always look to, I guess, favor the home fighter with his aggression, and we know Tim Zhu is aggressive. He he's a press forward kind of fighter, so. That's why I feel like a point decision, which is what I lean to, because I don't, I don't really see him stopping Tim Zhu. But a point is, he's going to really have to box out of his skin, as in like Tim Zhu's hitting fresh air. You know what I mean? And hey, wait, Tony can do that to people. He can do it <laughs> until he gets caught flows. Yeah. <laughs> he can, he do, can it for do it for but then he switches off and gets caught. So yeah, I just feel like the inevitable is it's, there's there's an air of inevitability with this one again. And Tony Harrison could be boxing well. Up until the point where Tim Zhu just catches him and lands detonates on him, and he's a bit chinny, Tony, isn't he? We've seen him go down quite a few times, so yeah, yeah. I question whether he can take Tim Zhu's big bombs. So yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I I hope I even hope more that it's not a case where he's finished. Like he's even getting yeah. beaten. He's getting beaten up in there because yeah. once again, long layoff. Yeah, his his father passed away. He was his his trainer. Him not looking great in his last few performances. I hope it's not a case where it's like, yikes, we don't, Tony, we don't want to see you anymore. 
Yeah. But yeah, um, hopefully but do, that's what Do you is. agree with me, Phone, that this is kind of his almost last chance kind of thing for him to get the big title fights at light middle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is yeah. it. Because um, Tim Zhu's up and coming, really. Yeah. If you if you lose to an up and coming guy, really, then it's kind of curtains for you. Stick, yeah. Go back to coaching. Yeah, because when you think about it, Tim Zhu's best win is probably... Okay, he fought Jeff Horn. Obviously, he was a champion, but I didn't say champion. Um, <laughs> um, to, he's to not Ro- beating anyone of those, really. To, to Roe Gausha, who we know of in the PBC circuit, but he's not great. Yeah. Or he's not. He's nothing. like He's He's one of them standard PBC guys that they roll out. Um, yeah. Steve Spark. Um, Takeshi. Is that in a way? Is that in a way his brother? It might be. I don't even know. But yeah, he's, it's like, yeah, it's no, this is definitely going to be his best opponent. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, it's um, a necessary step up for him, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because I think, yeah, we were saying that even the, maybe the Charlo fight's too early for Tim. You don't go yeah. from Gauch to Charlo. But yeah, this is this is a good marker in terms of where he is. And boy, if he's getting school for the bulk of his fight, then already you're thinking, boy, this guy's not ready for Mel. <laughs> he ain't ready for Mel. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure Mel will be watching this keenly. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you will probably have something to say. But I, I really hope... Tony Superbad Harrison could pull out one big performance again to set up the the the, the Charlo trilogy. That'd be beautiful, yeah. man. It's, it's a good it's a good opportunity for um Superbad. Yeah. Because we're questioning how good Tim Zoo is. You yeah. can catch him at the right time and then yeah. he's back in the mix immediately. So yeah. yeah uh, it's good for both good. men because we can see now we this is the marker in terms of where we see if Tim Zoo is the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the next one up for that division. Um because I still expect Charlo to, to stop Tim Zhu, I'll be honest. But yeah. yeah, this is a nice little marker in terms of how good he is he really against a Tony Harrison that should pr- prove a decent opposition for him. So yeah, hopefully we'll see. Um, but yeah, look, I look forward to that one. Come on, Tony, please. I need, <laughs> I, I need it, man. I need it. <laughs> you said I could tell, I could tell, I could tell Miles to beat your ass. <laughs> He was oh. cooking you. He said, Mars cut from a different cloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, yeah, one I, of I the just... worst cookies ever. One of the worst cookies I've ever seen, man. It's so deep. So, <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, that's it really, listeners. Um, I said it's a short one. Nice, short and concise. Ain't much too much going on. Um, yeah, man, we need the blockbusters. We need the blockbusters. I'm counting down the days to Sweet Hands. I can't, I can't wait to review that one for those. I can't wait to preview that one as well. Yeah. You know, we got some words to say about Benavides and his actions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, hey. let's save it for that. Well, it's been cooking it, by the way, you know. I've been, yeah. I've been cooking it. That's on to. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. When is it? 20... 25th, 20... Is it? Is it yeah, like end of the month. Yeah. That's a yeah. good, yeah, good yeah. fight. We'll, 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 we'll save what we have to say for that. Yeah, yeah, let's save it. Um, episode 132 of Shots in Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you keep rocking with us. Like, subscribe, follow us on all the platforms. Peace. Peace.